One of the country's largest Pentecostal churches is right in the middle of allegations of interns being mistreated. Uh, the founding pastor of Arise Church, John Cameron, has stepped down from the board and there is now an investigation. So what is going on? Uh, Massey University's Peter Lynham is back with us this morning. Hi, Peter. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Oh, good to have you on. Uh, what do you make of what's happened at Arise Church and the way they've handled it? Well, you know, uh, it's obviously been for them a tremendous crisis. And unusually for this sort of institution, it's reacted rather quickly to what to the allegations. So at first they announced there was going to be an investigation. Then it emphasised it would be an independent investigation. And then uh, on Saturday, it announced that John Cameron and his brother, um, Brent Cameron, were stepping down from pastoral responsibilities, although it clarified that, uh, in fact, they're not they're still on the payroll. They're just stepping aside from their current position. Um, Webworm has just made another statement at performance past seven today, um, saying, ah, yes, but on the trust deed, John Cameron approves everybody who holds any position in the church. So, you know, he's really in control. Um, it's a very interesting situation. I'd say, faced with a crisis like this, they could have been uh, evasive. They've actually dealt with it straight, you know, frontally. And I think that's good. Mm. Meet these things front on. Uh, yeah, I think it is the best approach, and it's the honest approach. That doesn't mean to say that it does away with the shocking things that were going on there. Yeah. We have seen quite a rise in this style, if I can call it, of uh, church. I've been referring to them as the happy, clappy crowd, uh, for want of a better phrase. Are they... Uh, different in the way they behave to other religions? Are they more of a, a business than a religion, Peter? Is that fair? Well, it has to be business. I mean, you think about it. Arise Church has 10 sites where it's holding services. It's owned, I think, three or four buildings of its own. It's a big operation. It's a multi-million dollar operation. It's got 10,000 people attending the churches. You have to be mighty careful business-wise to keep that afloat. And there is certainly in all these churches, I don't much like the term happy clappy, um, mega church is the phrase that is generally used. Because it's just the scale of the operation is similar to running a a big sports venue. Um, It's it it calls for a lot of organisation, and there is a risk therefore, that you sacrifice good care of people, good attention to doing good for the people um, for saving your business and your security and your investment. As an outsider, I get a a whiff of kind of cultism about these organisations and I sense, I fear exploitation by them. Are they any worse than the traditional churches? Oh, um, firstly, I'd say cult is clearly the wrong word for these because nothing stops people coming in and going out, you know? And churches like this have a phenomenal turnover of people. They're mostly youth-focused and... You know, 40% of the people who were there last Sunday probably won't be there 
next Easter. That's the sort of scale of the movement of people. Uh, so, yes, they are very different from the standard church because they're serving up a, an event rather than serving up a kind of regular church community. It's too big to be a regular church community if you're in a crowd of you know 4,000 people, if you're in the Michael Fowler Center. So, um, yes, it's very different. But uh, I think it's awfully important to see that for young people, that kind of style of religion has worked in the way that the traditional churches just don't work these days. But not for long. It works for a year, and they, but, and they won't be back in 12 months, is what you're talking Oh, well, yeah, it's interesting, because what tends to happen is um, either they drop out completely, and that does happen, or they move on to something more suitable, especially when they start having kids and they want to think about you know, what works for them as a family. And usually one of those big things doesn't work for them. But it's actually the, the big front door for religious experience for a mighty lot of teenagers. Fascinating to get your insight into it all, and I really appreciate you uh, being with us on Easter Monday. Thanks, Peter. Have a great day. Thank you. Pe- Peter Lynham, uh, Emeritus uh, Professor of History, religious expert at Massey University, 17 to 8 now.